1: You alright? Argentina have been blessed with some of the greatest footballers ever to have lived. Primarily in the form of Diego Maradona and Lionel Messi. They have a couple of World Cup trophies to their name too in 1978 and 1986, making them the second most successful South American team. Yes, you got it. We're ranking the greatest Argentinian footballers ever. 20 of them, count them. Let's get stuck in. quick reminder that if you are enjoying podcasts here on the sports social podcast network we are also on the patreon patreon.com forward slash what if football five days a week where we'll be delivering nostalgic podcasts like delving into great games and picking apart two footballers or teams for example we did Lionel Messi versus Diego Maradona pertinent to this episode in our head-to-head podcast also football alternative universes in a mailbag some of the stuff we tend to do on uh, youtube as well so if you're enjoying that feel free to donate from just one pound a month to our patreon page but here we are on the sports social podcast network and on tuesday it's the ranked series so today the 20 greatest argentinian footballers ever and we kick things off with number 20 gonzalo higuain 31 goals in 75 appearances for argentina And to be fair, perhaps the moment that rings true in my mind with Higuain, unfortunately, in an Argentine shirt is the goal that he thought he scored in the 2014 World Cup final. Sticks it in the back of the net. Argentina won, Germany nil. but the flag is up. The goal gets rolled out. Germany go on to win the World Cup, not Argentina in the Maracaná there. Although, having said that, Gonzalo Higuain does have a World Cup hat-trick to his name like a couple of people on this list. And that tournament, the 2010 tournament, would be his peak, scoring four goals. As again, Argentina fall somewhere short of success. The quarterfinals. Higuain though only had one goal to his name at all the subsequent Copper Americas, and maybe this is where he falls short and why he is only number 20 on this list. He did get one more at the 2014 World Cup, but it was a crucial one. It was a crucial one. A quarter-final win over Belgium, and it was the only goal of the game, and the reason why Argentina were able to progress. But then it, it did come into a few goals, really, six goals spread over the subsequent 2015 and 2016 Copper America tournaments. Unfortunately, though, Argentina fell at the final hurdle in both of those tournaments, both in penalty shootouts, both to Chile, which we'll be discussing, I'm sure, not for the last time on this podcast today. Higuain though, his his, um, career for Argentina ended with widespread criticism and um, that would end at the 2018 World Cup, he would finally retire the year after from Argentinian football and um, kind of a sad ending really, Higuain should have been perhaps one of the the most lauded Argentinian centre forwards in history but instead leaves without a trophy and of course as you know this summer without him they won the Copper America so that must be ever galling for the uh, former Napoli man. Number 19 Guillermo Stabil and I know what you're thinking he's only just got four caps for Argentina this shouldn't make sense why is he above a legend such as Higuain and many more that doesn't even make this list but he did score in every game he played for the national team. Okay, that's not a big achievement when you've played four times for your country, is it really? He would play his first game for Argentina in the second game that Argentina played at the 1930 World Cup. at so the first ever World Cup, replacing Roberto Cerro, who had suffered an anxiety attack after the first game with France. Stabil was the first ever World Cup Golden Boot winner, so I think that alone almost um, ushers him a place on this list, added to the fact that um, you might not know, but Argentina did quite well at the 1930 World Cup. He scored a hat-trick in his debut match for his national team against Mexico, scored two more against Chile, and... Argentina won the group. They went through to the semi-finals to play the United States. Got two more goals there in a 6-1. Humiliation of the North American team. And he's got the goal to put them ahead in the first ever World Cup final against against Uruguay. Um, but unfortunately for Stabil that would be his final match, of course. Um, Uruguay would win 4-2 as well. So Argentina, although they did get to the final, Stabile playing a big part in that as well, winning the Golden Boot. Um, they wouldn't walk away with the uh, trophy. And as a result, Argentina would have to wait a further 48 years to play in a World Cup final. Um, Of course, we'll be talking about the 1978 World Cup. So much more on this list. But first, number 18, Sergio Aguero. Brought up his 100th appearance in the Copa America, just gone. Now he has 101 at the time of recording, scoring 41 goals. He's scored in five tournaments. For Argentina, notably, three across the 2011 Copper America and the 2015 Copper Americas, where unfortunately Argentina fell somewhere short as well. He's got two goals apiece in the most recent World Cup, where he scored the Argentina's first goal against Iceland and then a consolation against France in elimination in the last 16, and scored two at the Copper America just gone. It would have been higher on this list, um, but unfortunately this summer in the Copper America, he wasn't involved as much as. Um, you'd expect from a man of his ilk, really, and the fact that Aguero's form, his goals, um, seem to have underachieved, by the way, if you uh, international football compared to his achievements for his club team, of course, Manchester City, and never really, of course, he was never going to be the man with Lionel Messi in the uh, number 10 role, um, but he could have been one hell of a when Helver hell of a marksman fought Argentina and even you say they got to the Copa America finals in 2015, 2016, the World Cup final in 2014, never really um, grabbed a tournament by the scruff of the neck, never really was prolific in a in a tournament like that. And that is why he's so far down on this list. Number 17, Ubaldo Filol. And he's included because he's the first goalkeeper to lift The World Cup for Argentina, he was part of the 1978 World Cup win and was between the sticks for their entire run to that particular tournament win. Winning 58 caps, he was also Argentina's number one in the tournaments at the World Cup, either side of the World Cup win in 1974 and 1982 where Argentina made a little bit of a dent making the uh, second round group phase in both, both tournaments there. So in 74 it would have been more of a semi-final. 82 more of a quarterfinal so to speak and in perhaps their most successful times Philol was the number one and had he had he stuck it out until the 1986 world cup he would likely be right up there and be immortalized as one of the well the only playing Argentine to win multiple world cups but alas that uh, statistic has zero plays in it as we'll find out later on Number 16, Roberto Ayala. And akin to a man further down this list, Ayala was born at precisely the wrong moment. And again, attributed the facts to Higuain's place in this podcast. Um, Ayala made 116 appearances for Argentina, scoring seven goals from centre half. And growing up for me, in. Uh, Started watching football at the 98 World Cup. Um, He was their most important defender. He was their most important defender for a long, long, long time. Played his his international football between 1994 and 2007. So unfortunately, came into the team right after the Copper America win in 1993. And of course, Argentina would have to wait over a generation for their next trophy being in the 2021 Copa America and um, Ayala came so close of course the world cup in 2006 um he scored his final goal for Argentina with the opener against Germany in that particular quarter final um, that was unfortunately lost in a penalty shootout he would retire on the uh, Copper America final defeat in 2007 to what was a great Brazil team of the time Number 15, Sergio Goyachea. And Goyachea was the goalkeeper for Argentina in the early 90s, which means success aplenty. And it was obviously a fruitful time for Argentina. Not only the Copper America triumphs in 1991 and 1993, but in the 1990 World Cup, he played in all of the games there. He only considered 10 goals in 13 Copper America games across the two triumphs in 91 and 93, as Argentina really dominated the tournament at the time, and he wasn't voted the top goalkeeper in the 1990 World Cup, I think that went to either Belgium or Costa Rica's goalkeeper, but I think Goya Chea making the final and Argentina being so good defensively at that tournament, keeping clean sheets against the likes of Yugoslavia, against Brazil in the knockout phase, and restricting the likes of Italy and West Germany, who were their strongest opponents to only one goal, I think he deserves to be in this list. and obviously that final against West Germany, a one nil loss an Andy Bremer goal, a penalty in the last five minutes, excusable to concede from that he only conceded four goals on the way to the on the way to the final. Unfortunately it wouldn't be a uh, successive triumphs like Brazil did in the 50s and the 60s and Italy did in the 1930s, but Argentina would lose in the final of course, to West Germany. Number 14, Angel Di Maria. Di Maria, for his national team, comes up huge in big matches for his country, invariably, really. Um, He won Argentina their most recent trophy with the winning goal, of course, in a 1-0 win in the 2021 Copa America final in the Maracanã, no less, against Brazil, no less. Countless man-of-the-match displays when it is needed for Argentina. Obviously, we know Lionel Messi can grab Argentina and take them to another place entirely. Di Maria is the unsung hero of this Messi era. Argentina, I feel, scores winning goals in huge games, for example. Just when Lionel Messi's goals dried up in the 2014 World Cup, Angel Di Maria put in an absolutely superb display in the last 16 against Switzerland, scoring the winning goal in extra time, played out of his skin, arguably, and was arguably... One of Argentina's best players at that tournament, I know Lionel Messi got the best player award of the tournament, didn't he? But I feel Angel Di de Maria deserved to be right up there alongside him. Um, he played in four finals of Argentina, and I think he's got to be at the top of some sort of list or near the top for that. Um, played in the 2021 Copa America final, as we know, obviously the, the the win over the win over Brazil, the final defeats in 2015 and 2016 to. Chile on penalties, both occasions and, of course, the losing World Cup final. In 2014 to Germany, of course. Number 13, Hernán Crespo, one of the finest strikers that Argentina had ever seen and rightly takes his place quite high on this list, actually. Um, but like so many, like Roberto Hiala before him, I got Zahalo Higuain to an extent. So many born in the wrong era as he played precisely in the wrong era. 1995 he made his Argentina debut and he played his last match like Ayala um, in 2007 with the loss to Brazil in the Copa America final. Crespo was hugely prolific, one of the most prolific strikers that Argentina has ever seen really. Scored 35 goals in 64 games, an incredible return really. Uh, scored three goals at the 2006 World Cup but ultimately that proved to be another failure. Um, quite a final defeat to Germany as we know, um, just as in 1998 when they lost in the quarterfinals to the Netherlands and in 2002 when they bowed out in the group stages, all tournaments in which Crespo played in and was the main man going forward really for Argentina. He played no part in the run to the 2004 Copa America final, but um, he's one of the best strikers Argentina, in terms of goals that games. incredible really, uh, must feel that he along the way somewhere underachieved unfortunately. Number 12, Ardeal is Known a lot in uh, these shores, perhaps, for his time at Tottenham. But let's not forget that he is also a World Cup winner as well. Um, Had he stretched his time for his country to the 1986 World Cup, he'd no doubt be in the top 10, top 5, maybe. He's capped 51 times for Argentina, scored 8 goals. And the only reason why he played for Spurs, perhaps... um, Signed in 1978, was off the back of his performances in the World Cup back home in Argentina. Um, Of course, Argentina winning that tournament, their first ever World Cup on home soil. Um, Regardless of how they won it, it doesn't matter. Um, They were very, very successful. They playing in the final was one of their key players in that particular tournament as Argentina won their first ever Jules Rimet trophy. Number 11, Diego Simeone, of course one of the youngest members of the 91 and 93 Copper America squads, to be fair, even as a youngster, early twenties, he was a key component of both teams, scored a couple in the 1991 tournament, also um, has a silver medal at the 1996 Atlanta Olympics. For me, um, I was introduced to him as that man David Beckham kicked watching that game live the last 16 of the 1998 World Cup, obviously. We know him more now for his managerial abilities with Atletico Madrid, but for Argentina as a player, he played a ridiculous 108 times, scoring 11 goals, a couple of those in the 1991 Copa America uh, tournament as well, of course, being a part of those 91 and 93 Copa America squads. He's one of the um, few Argentine players to have multiple medals, winning medals from uh, multiple tournaments there, and uh, Simeone, one of the greatest um, Argentine midfielders, you have to say. So, before we round down the top 10, get into the second half of this list, we'll have a short advertisement break. So, stick around. Welcome back. We are, of course, ranking the 20 greatest Argentinian footballers of all time. Remember, this is we're ranking them on the ability that they had with Argentina, the things that they've done for Argentina, their longevity, the things that they've won. So if your favourite Argentine footballer isn't in this list, it's probably because of that reason. And, for example, Alfredo Di Stefano won't be in this list primarily because he played the majority of his international football for Spain, unfortunately, after um, being ostracised from Argentina and certain things like that, and Argentina's withdrawing from certain World Cups when Di Stefano was at his peak and obviously him moving to Colombia, then um, not, not recognised by FIFA, does play a part in that. So if you're expecting to see Alfredo Di Stefano, because he was he was probably one of the greatest Argentinian players ever, we're looking at the greatest Argentina players really um, for what they've done for the country. So that is why he won't be in this list. But a man who is in this list, number 10, Harry Zanetti, one of the longest serving players that Argentina has ever seen unfortunately he played his 145 caps which is a mammoth amount of caps isn't it really he played it in the one of the leanest periods in argentine history unfortunately again like roberto ayala who made his debut in 1994 a year after argentina's final trophy up until this summer of course um and then retired in 2011 which international players don't last that long. They shouldn't last that long. That's a club career for me. Um, He played right up until almost the death of his career, which is insane, really. And the man was, he's incredible, isn't he? Really, um, at his peak for Inter Milan, one of the best um, in Europe. Um, A decade would transpire until Argentina won a trophy after his retirement, if he had won anything. Even a Copper America to smash the top five. I've got no doubt about that. It's just that everyone now on this list has won something, and it just goes. Unfortunately, the luck of the draw with Zanetti that he wasn't he wasn't born into a Copper America winning team. He wasn't playing in a World Cup win, um, and that's just unfortunate because the mark of the man. He was one of Argentina's incredible players. Number nine, Jorge Burruchaga, one of the. The score of one of the most important argentine goals in their history it has to be said the forward then of Nantes in um Ligue 1, or the french first division as it was then known scored the winning goal in the 1986 world cup final he's only got 13 goals in 57 appearances but one of those is in a winning goal in a world cup final which it must catapult him into the stratosphere in terms of this list also a member of the 1990 world cup so he um, has to be go down as some sort of success for Argentina to appear in multiple World Cup finals, again like a couple on this list, uh, mainly of the 86 and 90 team because the 78 and 86 team there was never there's never that con- continuity about that team, aside from one man, but we'll uh, be discussing that in a little, in a little while. Unfortunately, Boruchaga retired from international football prior to the, the double copper America wins in the early nineties. So had he been a part of that, he may have got one or two steps further up this ladder that we're calling the ranked list here. Uh, but number eight, Claudio Canigia, and one of the most technically gifted players on this list. Unfortunately, now I think fits he- you think he's forgotten by some obviously he gets overshadowed by certain maradona in the uh, 1990 team but he's absolutely incredible footballer um one of his most famous moments in my eye was being the victim of a horror tackle <laughs> by benjamin massey in the uh, opener in the 1990 world cup against cameroon uh, but to be fair in the 1990 world cup the star of the show for argentina was canady it wasn't maradona maradona of course in 86 had his glory days then for me though in 1990 Caniggia was was the man and he would win something with with Argentina playing a part in the 1991 Copa America tournament doing that without Maradona cuz he would miss the 91 and 93 tournament famously um he would score 16 goals in 50 caps and scored twice in that uh, tournament in the 1991 Copa America His only trophy in an Argentina shirt, but it has to be said he's one of the uh, one of the better players to ever play for the country. Number seven, Oscar Ruggieri, and nearly a centurion. And he fell into the, exactly the right time. Played for Argentina in the heydays of the Copa America wins, like the next couple of lads on this list. Unlike them, though, Ruggieri, why he's so highly ranked on this list, would play in that 1986 World Cup team. And um, getting his World Cup winner's medal was a key member of that of that team for Argentina and in the Copa America wins as a as one of the more experienced players and has earned 97 caps, which is frankly incredible. Number six, Gabriel Batistuta, Batigol. One of the most deadliest strikers in Argentine football history. I may have said Hernan Crespo was the main man at 98. It's probably more Gabriel Batistuta, wasn't it, to be fair? He's probably born slightly too late in terms of Argentina's World Cup success. He scored his first goals for his country in 1991. I always tend to think of him as a, a late 90s forward, but um, he was kind of in his late 20s, early 30s. Then he hit his peak in the mid 90s. And 1991, he began his love story with a Copper America. Scored six goals in the 1991 tournament winning the golden boot sending of course argentina to the trophy it's got three more in the following tournament two years later argentina win it again he scored 12 copper america goals those are messy numbers those are Lionel Messi messy numbers akin to him he's got a frightening amount of copper america goals um also he was, he was a giant success for argentina in the world cup admittedly though in a lean period where they would only reach the uh Knockout phases, not the finals of tournaments in the World Cup. He's got two World Cup hat-tricks to his name against Greece in 94, perhaps most famous for the uh, Maradona goal, but in that game, than um, the celebration admittedly, in that game, Batistuta scored the, the other three goals and Batistuta four years later would score three more against Jamaica. Um, He's scored 10 goals at a World Cup, which makes Batistuta the highest scorer in Argentine in World Cup history. Is on ten goals like the likes of Gary Lineker, Gregor latter Thomas Muller, and others. Um, but Batigal is one of the more frightening strikers. If you're an opposition player, opposition fan, what an incredible talent he was. And number five, Javier Mascherano. He's only just been surpassed as the most tenured Argentine footballer of his own of all time, 147 caps, dwarfing Zanetti's 145. And that in turn is only is only bettered by Lionel Messi. And unfortunately for Mascherano, like so many others on this list, like Zanetti, he plays football for Argentina in a trophyless void between 2003 and 2018. Again, that's 15 years. That's a like footballing career right there. Um, and to play all that any international football. I know he's a defensive midfielder, struck centre half at times. Um, he was just incredible man um he perhaps most famous <laughs> most famous for tearing his anus in a, in a world cup semi-final it shouldn't laugh that's absolutely a cringeworthy uh injury isn't it really um in a semi-final against the netherlands and like di maria i think messi got the plaudits he got the player of the tournament whether or not that was deserved is a, a matter for another day mascherano and di maria were the unsung heroes particularly as you get onto the, 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 the quarterfinals the semi-finals when. Argentina are so good defensively. They wouldn't concede against Belgium. They wouldn't concede against the Netherlands. Mascherano was a huge part of that. He would play in centre-half for Barcelona. He had that experience. He'd drop in for Argentina at times, and he was incredible. He was probably the beating heart of Argentina for the, as they got forward and forward in that tournament progressed to the final. Unfortunately, it wouldn't be enough. Germany would beat them in the final. And he played in five finals between... 2004 and 2016 for Argentina, um, typically of Mascherana, got booked in all five and uh, would score in a in a Copa America final, albeit in the shootout in the 2016 final. But unfortunately, those five finals would all come to defeats, two to Brazil, two to Chile and one to Germany, of course, in the World Cup final. Speaking of World Cup finals, number four, Mario Kempes won the golden boot, won the golden ball at the 1978 World Cup. Only played 43 times though, but arguably one of the um, most preeminent figures of Argentine football of his time. He has got 20 goals. Um, In 1978, when he won the World Cup for Argentina, let's not forget it was their first, he won the South American Player of the Year, and rightly so. Incredible tournament in uh, in Argentina back home. He only wound up scoring in three matches, but two goals versus Poland, two goals versus Peru, a bit of a Paolo Rossi about it, scoring these goals late on in the second group phase. Then he would score two goals against the Netherlands in the final, the opener, and then a crucial second in extra time to bring home the World Cup for the very first time for Argentina. And yeah, one of the most important players in Argentine football history is the reason why they've won a World Cup. And maybe that's, makes a difference going forward for 1986 for the Copper Americas in the early 90s. Who knows, that is a what if, isn't it? Um, but yeah, it paved the way for so many. Like the next man, number three, Daniel Passarella, the captain of the 1978 World Cup winning team. And unfortunately, had he gotten off the bench in the 1986 tournament, he would have been the only multiple time World Cup winner who is an Argentinian. Unfortunately, he was sidelined by injury, in mexico and whether or not carlos beado and diego maradona ensured he was signed lined for the tournament or not um shouldn't um shirk his importance to argentina he still remains the only argentine to be in multiple world cup winning squads scored 22 goals from defense struck um defensive midfield for argentina in 70 games he was voted by 442 magazine in 2017 as the 56th greatest footballer, and will always remain the first Argentine captain, and the first Argentine player, in fact, to touch the the World Cup and lift it aloft. Of course, winning it in his um, home hometown Buenos Aires as Argentina, easily one of the more important Argentine footballing figures of all time, and what he did for Argentina, incredible again. Number two, this is the big debate, isn't it? Number two, Lionel Messi. So if you listen to our head-to-head episode on Patreon recently, that's patreon.com forward slash whatiffootball, you'll know how hard it was for me to separate Messi and Maradona. But on that episode, I did state that Diego Maradona has the advantage of the international side of things purely for the things that he's won. Now, Lionel Messi's kind of confused things there with the uh, the Copa America win finally getting over the line in that particular tournament but after losing finals in 2007 to Brazil 2015 to Chile on penalties 2016 to Chile on penalties all in the Copa America most notably of course the 2014 World Cup he finally gets over the line to um put himself along Diego alongside Diego Maradona as a uh, trophy winner for Argentina he did win the golden ball at the World Cup as I say whether or that was deserved who knows um i'm not about to make a judgment here whilst i'm ranking him as the second greatest argentina player of all time um, he did perform very well in the group stages admittedly against likes of iran bosnia and nigeria often digs a subpar argentina out of a hole and i mean saying anything positive about Lionel Messi at this stage is kind of passé because he's the greatest footballer of all time now as i said at the top of this segment being the greatest footballer of all time doesn't necessarily mean you're the greatest Argentina player of all time, does it? As I said, with Alfredo Di Stefano. He was probably the th- he was probably number three on this list if we're just talking by nationality, but for what he did for his country, less so on a footballing sense, on the pitch. Messi, of course, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. The next man we know he is, don't we already? Um, but Messi has... I think for me, surpassed Maradona on a club level, So definitely on a club level, but combine them with international and club, as we concluded with the verdict on a Patreon episode recently, Messi is better than Ronaldo. Uh, uh, yeah, better than Ronaldo, yes. Uh, better than Maradona as well. But number one in the greatest Argentina players of all time, Diego Maradona. Now, admittedly, he wouldn't be a part of the 1991 and 1993 Copa America winning squad. But what an impression he left on the footballing landscape. In my opinion, should have gone to the 1978 World Cup as a 17-year-old, then you would have had the only man, the only Argentine to win two World Cups. He also gets to the 1990 final, where, as captain, may have not been as influential as a player like Caniggia or Goyachea or as he was in 1986 still gets to the the uh, world cup final there which is a huge achievement I mean very few players play professionally very few players on top of that get to a world cup final and very 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 few players get to two world cup finals of course he will be remembered for the hand of god on these shores perhaps more than others but more, more famously than any of his other actions, which I think is unjust because the player that he was to then four minutes later score the goal of the century. It's, just, it's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, he was a fantastic player. Um, you've got the picture against Belgium, which may be misconstrued, but I think as we stated in that head-to-head Head podcast recently, the, it's, it goes with the folklore of Diego Maradona. That picture has been inflated to a certain magnitude it's because of Maradona not because of the picture because if you extend it out zoom out it's probably a normal occurrence but it's garnered a life of its own because of because of the folklore of Maradona because of how good he is you, even in his lowest moments the drug ban at the 1994 world cup the last goal he scored for his country that superb goal against Greece obviously the celebration kind of outed him a little bit <laughs> little bit there but um absolutely superb goal against Greece top corner bang so even in the lowest moments he could produce a flicker genius like that and <laughs> superlatives are not enough for Messi on Maradona um but Maradona ekes it out this time um purely because he won a world cup won a world cup with uh with Argentina and like so many others, may have won a World Cup and not be influential. Maradona was arguably probably one of the most influential players to a team in the World Cup. You see, with Pele in Brazil, he his team got over the line without him in 1962. Whether or not Argentina would have been able to do the same in 1986 without Maradona is another question entirely. You've also got Kempes in 78. You've got Rossi in 82. I struggle to think of a more influential player to a certain team, a World Cup winning team like Maradona you could say, for example, Bobby Charlton in 66, I mean the list goes on doesn't it, um, but Maradona had just his, what special man, um, again obviously like Lionel Messi but uh, to pick a number one and Maradona wins it on the back of as World Cup. Thank you very much for listening, next week we'll be going back to the club side of things we'll be looking at. 50 of the greatest Manchester United players ever, mentioned Bobby Charlton in there, maybe at the very top of that list, who knows, I've not written the notes yet, who knows, and uh, if you are enjoying podcasts like this, check out our Patreon page, that's patreon.com forward slash what if football, if I don't bang the microphone, for from one pound a month for five days a week content, of course we'll be here on the Sports Social Podcast Network three days a week when the uh, Barclays returns next week with the uh, start of the 93-94 Premier League season but until then thanks for listening and see you there.